Good morning and welcome and happy Friday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. As if you didn't know, the website at allamericangold.com. And this, you know what? I need a drink. It's Jack Daniels Friday today. Uh, pop a Xanax, smoke a bowl. I don't do what you got to do. Everybody's lost their minds. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Well, we'll, we'll begin here. Uh, I told you. That's where we're going to bid. I'll give myself a high five. Um, gold markets up big. Silver markets up big. Dow's not. Jobs weren't good. We'll break all that down. All that stuff. So many things to talk about. Uh, deal or no deal on the trade uh, agreement that may or may not happen with the Chinese. Apparently, no deal. <laughs> the, uh, the president... Uh, announcing today that the Chinese will not be going to Mar Largo at the end of the month. And, well, I good. That's my answer to that, good. If we're not going to get the deal that we're supposed to get, then then uh, we shouldn't get a deal. We'll have to wait and see. I've got my thoughts about that as well. And, of course, I, like I said, I'll break down the jobs numbers. couple of things. I know, like we we need, but we got to do. We got to keep keep you updated here. We are in the process of replacing the stream for thirteen sixty, and it should be sometime before the end of the weekend. I think we've got it. We we we've got the solution. Uh, now we're waiting for the the tech geeks to do their job. Uh, and we should have that thing uh, back and running, and we shouldn't have any more issues, knock on wood. Eric, 60-40. I'll give you the 60-40 that he may be on the air today. We'll see. He wants to be. Um, I don't know. Right? He's been fighting. He got a really bad cold. It's been going around. Uh, we'll see. If not, expect him back on Monday. Then... Um, on Monday, Colorado will be on at 9, Arizona will be on at 9 in some form or another. Uh, we've been in, we're in the process. Last night, we started installing new equipment. Uh, we did not finish. But we're close, so we'll see what happens this weekend. We may or may not have new programs, but here's what I do know. We will absolutely have them for next week, and so just just be patient, and then we'll get all the schedules updated, all that stuff on 1360. Just, wow, what a week. I am wiped out. I, I we, we have about 10 million things that all kind of needed to be done all at the same time, and yeah, I needed a couple more arms uh, to get it all done, and here we sit on a Xanax Friday <laughs> Right? Forget it. No one drinks anymore. Right? No one drinks anymore. Everyone pops pills. So uh, it's a Xanax Friday, 800-951-0592. Huge demand in the gold and silver markets. Every special that has come across the board selling out almost instantaneously. We are chasing a few things. Uh, I'll keep you posted as the show moves on. 
Uh, but the news of the day had to do with the jobs report. Uh, it was out uh, this morning. And I, I'll say this. This is a number that nobody wanted to see. 20,000 jobs uh, was recorded for the month of February. And I'll do one of these. I'm going to tell you now, it wasn't good. Way, I mean, wasn't even close to expectations. We are slowing down, and you need to come to grips with it. But 20,000 jobs, you know, January's number was 300, December's was 200. Take a little bit of an average. We didn't create 300 jobs, 300,000 jobs in January. We didn't. And I want to believe that we created more than 20,000 jobs in February. And, you know, average it out a little bit. It's not that bad. But it's not that good. Right, And again, this is just what is happening uh, with us here. We got a six-month reprieve from the rest of the world because of the tax cuts. If you believe for one second businesses are out there hiring people by the tens of thousands, it's not happening. They bought their stock back by the tens of billions. <laughs> they did that. But that's really all there is. And, and the layoff announcements, which really for me, that's the one I like to watch more right now. The Challenger Gray and Christmas announcements, they started moving in October. And by moving, in other words, more and more companies are announcing layoffs. And, and it, October, November, December, January, uh, and then in February, it, it, it got big. It got really big as far as the number of companies uh, planning layoffs shot up dramatically. And when you break it all down, this is part of the, the problem that we have, which is we want to believe that somehow – We've got all this great economic growth. The wages really haven't moved since 1971. We got record high levels of debt, and now Challenger Gray and Christmas said, well, I'll tell you what, there's the music. When we get back, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all the things in the jobs report and what happened today and why is China not coming to Florida. One of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the others? Before I finish my song. From News Headquarters, this is Fake News. Body. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What is real? How do you define real? Fake news Friday. Fake, 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 fake. I need to put down the Xanax. I forgot. It's fake news Friday. How can I forget that? Uh, I, do we have a player? We do have a player. Yep. And who's on the line? This is Jason. I'm ready to uh, to do Fake News Friday. All right. Well, I'm excited. Of course, all of you know how this works. 
right? We, we pull these stories out of the headlines. They're actually all true. They should all be fake, but they're all true. And then our Professor Glenn, he changes them up just a little bit. And we got to figure out which story he changed. And, uh, well, yeah, you know how it goes. And I'll say this, too, by the way. I know I've been promising to change the fake news Friday. We're just not there yet. We're working on it. We're getting closer. Uh, part of what we were doing yesterday will help with that as well. But let me Let's go. All right, here we go. Story number one, a school in Florida has uh, soared to the number one position in the state's top schools list after it ditched the Common Core program in favor of traditional teaching methods, according to government stats. The charter school, Mason Classical Academy in Naples, Florida, decided against forcing kids to learn how to use the Common Core method of teaching endorsed by Obama. Teachers at the school rejected the Common Core State Standards Initiative due to the way it deliberately dumbs down children, creating unnecessary and complicated techniques for working out relatively simple problems. Story number one. Story number two. The uh, National Security Agency is considering ending a once-secret surveillance program that annually costs hundreds of millions of uh and you collect, excuse me, hundreds of millions of telephone call records, including those belonging to Americans, because it lacks operational value, according to people familiar with the matter. Terminating the program, which was exposed publicly by former intelligence contractor Edward Snowden nearly six years ago, would represent a stunning concession from a spy agency that once argued the collection of calls and metadata was vital to the national security. The NSA said that their facility in Idaho can store billions of terabytes of phone call data and filled almost to capacity, and construction of a second facility was not possible with this year's budget. Story number three. Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated said on Tuesday that it is relaxing dress code for all of its employees, a move once considered unimaginable for Wall Street firms, leagues of monk-shoed partners and bankers in bespoke suits. The new firm-wide flexible dress code was announced in an internal memo, which said the shift was due to the changing nature of workplaces generally in favor of a more casual environment. The memo sent to the banks uh, some 36,000 employees. Historically known as a white-shoed investment bank, Goldman Sachs traditionally required formal business attire, but since 2017, the bank began relaxing its dress code for employees in the uh, technology division and other new digital businesses. This created a uh, divide in the workplace. As clear divide, there was denim versus Pinstripes. And now that would be a very cool basketball game, too, I'd imagine. Story number, that was story number three. So, who's who's going to go first? Jason? I'll have Joe go first. Joe goes first. What? Wow. <laughs> All right, so we got the Florida, Florida Common Core thing, mm-hmm. right, which which I hope that it was true. I want, I want that to be true because I think that was a – I never understood it, right? The answer, two plus two is four. I mean, at the end of the day, sorry, no other answer is right. Uh, apparently, unless you're in Common Core. So I'm going to say that I believe that one. 
Uh, the second story was what was the second story? It was about the NSA and their facility all storing the all calls. the data from the phone calls. See, I'm going to tell you right now. I think that one's the one that's not true. Okay. Because if there's not enough money in this year's budget to build another one, there's never going to be. So uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with that one because of the budget thing. Uh, And I absolutely believe the Goldman Sachs thing because they can't get the geeks to come to work if they got to dress up. Right? So, therefore, apparently now you can wear whatever you want to work. That sounds reasonable to me. I mean, I wear shorts to work every day. So uh, I'm a supporter. So I'm going to say story number two. Story number two. All right, Jason, what do you say? Well, I I agree with Joe on a lot of things. I, I want that first story to be correct too. It's that's that's the way education should be. Two plus two equals four. And I know about Common Core. Uh, I, I believe number two is also. I believe just like Joe, number two is a false story. Uh, so if, if if Glenn's pulling one over on us, knowing that we would like that first one, I could see us both missing. But I, I agree with Joe. I think the second one is uh, there's something wrong with that that uh, second story. Gentlemen, you are both correct. Story number two is fake. Do you know what portion of that is fake? The fact that they're canceling the program? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, it's the, it's the part of the, uh, the facility in Idaho that can store billions of terabytes at peak storage. Uh, it's not at peak storage yet. they got plenty of room to keep track of you. they so. got plenty of room. All right. Plenty of room. <laughs> we'll spy. Listen. You know, I, I saw a thing now where the p- companies are now worried that they're being spied upon by the Chinese through, um, through like, uh, plug-in cords. Oh, really? Power well, strips and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I heard. Well, I, I would imagine that probably be the same, too. When you plug in your electric car, they're like, where did you go? Oh, it's like you plug in I'm your car. I'm pretty sure <laughs> all of us are being spied upon. There you go. Secrets out. Can Somebody free Snowden. I didn't want to tell you, but I can actually uh, log on right now and see you in your shorts doing the program, but I didn't want to share that. <laughs> Story number one for round number two, a new study has linked a belief in conspiracy theories with an increased likelihood of committing minor crimes. The research, which was conducted by two universities in the UK, determined that people who subscribe to conspiracy theories have a higher tendency to commit petty crimes and criminal acts. Our research has shown for the first time that the role in conspiracy theories can play in determining an individual's attitude to everyday crime, said Karen Douglas, a psychologist at Kent University. It demonstrates that people subscribing to the view that others have conspired might be more inclined toward unethical actions. Believing that there is a conspiracy (laughs) can also decrease a person's feelings of belonging to society. Engaging in everyday crime may be empowering for people who have perceived that the world is full of conspiring elites who ought to be challenged. <laughs> All right, story number two. Uh, Islamic State fighter Khalid Shada A. Well, I thought it was Shada for a minute. I thought she's a great singer. Uh, I is, like Shada. Yeah, I know, right? Kid? Is said to have uh, mm, operator <laughs> that you oh. that you are, sir. Uh, said to have not only returned from Sweden from the Middle East for medical treatment, but was able to return to the battlefield afterwards. Uh, The 28-year-old is one regarded as a particular threat to Sweden should he return to the Scandinavian country yet again. Shada Day 
went to fight for the Islamic State in Syria, but the uh, I, the ISIS fighter returned to Sweden after being injured in the shoulder during a battle, according to his father. After coming back to Sweden, he was injured and treated by a Swedish medical professionals. Uh, after which he was once again departed the country and headed back to the Islamic State, controlled by a territory to fight the terror group. Thomas Lydon, chairman of the Medical Association Ethics and Responsibility Council, hmm, defended the medical treatment given to the Islamic State radical, saying, we provide care to the poor and the rich. We provide care to murderers who are in prison. Story number three. A notorious Mexican cartel stashed bricks of methamphetamine in the spare tires of new cars before sending the vehicles to Canada by rail in an extensive drug smuggling operation. Ontario Providence Police said they found 180 kilograms of meth during their investigation, which began when employees found four different found at, uh, four dealerships reported suspicious bags of inside tires were in the trunks of the new Fusion, so the, the spare tires in the trunks. Police said that the cars were built by Ford Assembly Plant in Mexico before being put on the northbound trains. Previous trainloads of cars had illegal immigrants stashed in the trunks of northbound trains, possibly linked to human trafficking from the same drug cartel. The powerful cartel is uh, well entrenched in that area of Mexico, said Police Superintendent Brian McKillop. We're very certain that they are the responsible party for the drugs and the human trafficking. So, here we go. See, where I just lost my place. Gentlemen, were you paying attention? Because I just lost my page here. Uh, yeah, that was the <laughs> conspir- <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're a conspirator, you commit crimes. Uh, yeah, well, the minor crimes, not the big. If you believe in conspiracy. If you believe in conspiracy, yes. Yeah. All, right, All right, I'll so go Jason, first. you're up. Oh, look Yeah, at I'll go first. So, that first story is great. I love that. Uh you know the term conspiracy theory in my mind that the uh, that that's what the criminal that's the criminals they they came up with that term so that you don't look at their crimes you know you they shame the people that are opening their eyes and looking at stuff so i i wear that as a badge of honor you know doing conspiracy theories i there's so many entities out there i i believe that story the second story i believe is true also i didn't hear anything in that story that i could pinpoint but that third story with the drugs coming over I, I'm get, my guess is the thing that could be wrong is uh, not only did they were bringing the drugs in those cars, but they were stashing people in there too. I just I think maybe the uh, uh, the actual occupants being stuffed in the cars with the uh, drugs. I think is because I don't I don't think illegals getting out of brand new cars at a dealership is is going to sit well with customers looking at that. So I, I think that third one is the false story. All right, you're going with story number three, Joe. What do you say? Hmm. You bring up a really good point. <laughs> right, the car, the car gets delivered to the dealership, and they pop the truck, and a bunch of people pop out. Obviously, something went horribly wrong. Um, but you know what? That it, it's so ridiculous that I don't think Glenn is clever enough Ooh. to have made that up. So therefore, I I am going with the. Um, Man, I don't know. The terrorist thing, I believe that too. Sweden would probably do that, wouldn't they? They would let a guy, really? No, and I got to go with number two. That can't be true. You can't let an Islamic fighter come back. Hey, I got shot up. 
Fix me, put me back on a plane and send me back so I can do some more fighting. I don't know. Something about, even for Sweden, I got to say, that's just too much. So I'm going to go with story number two. Uh, Joe, you're incorrect. The Swedes actually did stitch him up, and I believe they also gave him a cup of Swiss Miss cocoa as well and sent him on his way. Uh, the fake story is actually story number three. Jason is correct. Dang it. Yeah. And the, <laughs> Was it for what he said? It is exactly for what he said. They did not uh, stuff people in the trunks of cars. Now, uh, now, if it were me, I'm just saying, if I popped out of the trunk in a new car at a dealership, I was just saying, you know, I was vacuuming the trunk, and it, it closed on me, so thanks for letting me out. <laughs> thanks for letting me out. I was just vacuuming in here. Mm-hmm. All right, well, there you go. I guess Glenn was clever enough. And uh, that makes you congratulations the- to Jason. Now, Jason, go fix this stuff. Yes, I got a lot of work to do, and that, that, for anybody listening in Colorado, there was a little blip at the beginning of Fake News Friday. That was because I was tackling too many things at once. That's Sorry, a conspiracy. That's, but, That's a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arrest that man. <laughs> but everything is good now. Uh, we're going to work hard today, and uh, keep on listening, guys. All right. Thank you, Jason. Uh, congratulations to uh, Jason and to Glenn. And- That concludes another episode of Fake News Friday. When we get back, I'll tell you what Challenger Gray and Christmas said businesses are doing when it comes to your job. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The plain fact is that people who cannot speak understand, read, and write English will never be able to advance socially, economically, or politically in our nation. It's simply not true that Spanish and other languages were always part of America, given that none of the founding fathers spoke or wrote in Spanish. When the politically correct foot soldiers came out of the woodwork to criticize Tom Brokaw in January for his honest and true statement about assimilation, ridiculous logic and opinions took center stage. On Fox News, Geraldo Rivera claimed that Hispanics are actually assimilating at a rate that's faster than any other ethnic group in our history. But the official numbers from the Census Bureau show otherwise. The American Community Survey enables the Census Bureau to track the number of households who self-report that they speak a language other than English at home. The fraction of U.S. households answering yes to that question has risen steadily over the last three decades, reaching 22% in 2017 which is double the 11% found in 1980. Most of the non-English-speaking households are concentrated in a few areas close to our southern border, plus a few of our larger northern cities. In 39 U.S. counties, a majority of residents report that they speak a language other than English at home. Many of those who speak another language at home claim they also speak English well, or very well, but further studies have shown that it is not the case. Nearly half were found to speak English at a level below basic, also known as functional illiteracy. Spanish is presumed to be the common language south of the border, but among the people who arrived most recently, many do not speak or even understand Spanish. They spoke only indigenous languages such as Kekchi, which meant that U.S. officials were required to find translators to provide medical care. Phyllis Schlafly knew well that assimilating, especially to the English language, was most important for immigrants. 
English is inarguably our native United States language. It's the language of our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution. English is vital for immigrants to learn and costly for our government if they don't. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the best way to rekindle the spirit of Phyllis Schlafly and the grassroots movement she energized? In this digital age, patriots and pro-family Americans can find insight and inspiration on our website, phyllisschlafly.com. Then, share your own heart and mind on social media. So join us at phyllisschlafly.com and every weekday for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. I wonder who paid for that study where if you are more likely to believe in conspiracy theory that uh, you're more likely to commit a crime. Yeah, you can guess where that's going, right? You know, uh, we don't want you digging in over here, and we're going to silence you one way or another. Uh, and then, then let's, I know, let's produce a study that says these guys commit more crime. That'll work. Speaking of crime. How do you like the corporate tax cuts so far? Just asking. You like it? Did it work out good for you? Right? Wall Street's ready to go back below 25000 again. Federal revenues from corporate income taxes down 50.67% in January. <laughs> now, I know they got a cut, but 50%? Uh, that was down 50% from last January, and they are down 22% in the first four months of fiscal 2019. Mm. So let me ask you folks, why do you think the January number got so big? Have you figured it out yet? Because all of a sudden, corporate profits have hit the crapper. And now you're going to see even bigger numbers. The trade deficit, the the national deficit, all these deficit numbers are getting ready to explode. And at the same time, I would expect nothing less than this. Challenger, gray, and Christmas. The Christmas guy. What a great day. What's your last time? Christmas. Merry Christmas. They they track layoffs. As I and I've said this many a time, every state has laws in place where if you lay off X amount of people in the state, you have to notify them first. And I think for most states, I think it's 50. So if one company is going to lay off more than 50 people in a state. They need to notify the state of the layoff. This is what Challenger Gray and Christmas track. The shortest month of the year saw the highest number of pre-planned job cuts in over three and a half years. U.S.-based employers plan to cut 76,000 835 positions from their payrolls in February. That is 45% higher than the 52,988 cuts in January. Huh. Let's see. They paid 50% less in taxes. 
and they laid off 45% more people. Makes perfect sense. Actually, that makes sense. It absolutely does. But see, here's, here's a problem. That would be fine if it started, didn't, but it didn't. Last month's job cuts, the 53,000. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant the February number. The, the, so last month's cuts, the 76,800, was 117% higher than last February. Yeah, last February's number was 35,000. It's the highest monthly total since July of 2015. And that was actually, and it's actually a, a lot higher than that. Because that was the, if you remember in July of that year, the U.S. Army uh, had a big, big job thing happen, a big job cut happen, uh, where that affected 50,000 cuts that month. If you took out that month, it's the worst number since the Great Recession. So get ready. That's all I'm saying. The job cuts have been targeting upward for the last half of 2018. And again, this is something that I alluded to earlier. We started seeing the spikes and the layoffs starting in October, in November, in December, January, now February. Uh, the biggest numbers that we've seen in years. And it goes hand in hand. With the huge, all of a sudden, spike or decrease, if you will, in the amount of taxes being paid by corporations in the month of January. I'm worried about profits. Right, This is why I'm really worried about, I don't understand what Wall Street has done. At best, we'll get low single digits. That's at best. Not at worst. At best. New vehicles piling up on U.S. car lots created concern as sales are expected to sputter. Whose fault is that? Right? This is a, one of the problems that I've... Everybody and their brother knew car sales were slowing. Stop making so many cars. Sounds simple. Well, and, and they have, right? We talked about General Motors and their layoffs. Uh, inventory of unsold new cars. Set an all-time record high in February. The signs are all there. Let me tell you what happened that really got me upset this morning. So the jobs number came out, right? Horrible. Uh, by, by all accounts, not even I want to believe it, right? I'm like, okay, let's calm down. You know, January, that number was ridiculously high. Average the two out. And and say, you know, it's it's definitely slowing, but... You know, watch out. So they bring out Larry Kudlow, the biggest liar of all time, who is somehow the economic advisor to the president, who also, by the way, I think is one of the key players in trying to get the president to sign off on a crappy trade deal with China. I'll get to that later. So they asked him today, on the idiot box, right, where, where people are supposed to make investment decisions about the future. And they just let them lie on TV. They said, Larry, what would you think about this number? Well, well for, you know, it's fluky. Okay. 
I agree with that. But if February's number is fluky, isn't January's number fluky? Aren't all the numbers fluky? Right? He talked about seasonal adjustments. And I'm like, sing it, Larry. Go for it. Tell us. Let's just use real data instead. Oh, no. No, no, no. Nope. That's not what he wanted to do. And he went on to talk about the household survey number where the unemployment rate comes from. Of course, that one took a huge jump in the other direction the month before, you know, fluky again. But he essentially said to the American public today on TV, everything's great. Don't believe the jobs number, and we're going to grow at 3%. The guy should be put in prison for something like that. You just lied to everybody about their financial well-being on national TV, and they let you get away with it. That's all right. It's puffery, Larry. Puffery. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's up $13. $12.99 in change. Uh, silver's up $0.32. Cents, uh, $50.28. And I, I laugh because, <laughs> because I'm like, you know, I'm watching all of this today. The jobs number I knew it wasn't going to be very good. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Uh, and then, of course, the, the real big news was China's not coming to Mar Largo, and it was the Chinese, not us, that canceled. Because the Chinese said, listen, the only way we're going to Mar Largo, you sign off on the, on the, for a signing ceremony. In other words, we're done negotiating. And, of course, uh, that was not really what, what was going on, right? We wanted, and I said this a couple of weeks ago. Remember when they announced, oh, all this great progress. I'm like, it's impossible unless we're just going to give in. In other words, China, okay, they're going to buy more stuff and we'll call it good. And uh, at least for now, the president is holding on. We'll see. I think Wall Street drops a couple thousand more points and he's going to crater. That's just my thought. I hope it's not true because, listen, if well, all these companies are saying if it's really true, why would we want to do business with them at all? I don't get it. I mean, well, this is what happens. The bankers are in charge, folks, uh, and we, we unfortunately are just uh, the victims of what they do. When you look at wages, when you look at the economy as a whole, the average person in America today, their standard of living is less than it was in 1971. That's a fact. It's a fact. We have the worst wealth inequality, you know, they'll say since the Great Depression. Right, since 1929 and the stock market crash. I actually think it's the worst ever. Right? We're even worse than it was then. Right? And we have this illusion of prosperity. They dazzle us with bull. Right? They they sit there and they talk about, you know, think about 1971, one person worked in most households. One. Now most households. Both people work, and most households now work more than one job. 
excuse me, guess what? We're still worse off. I don't know if you guys saw this. U.S. households suffered the worst net worth financial loss since the Great Recession in the fourth quarter of 2018 as a sliding stock market wreaked havoc on households' balance sheets. And then you had our economic advisor come out and just bald-faced lie right on TV today. He knows we're not growing at 3%. We're not even close to that number anymore. That was a fantasy. That was illusion. That was created by nothing more than a free gift. And then he said, whoa, look at the household server. You know what he didn't say? Look at what Challenger Gray and Christmas is saying about business layoffs. October, November, December, January, February. That's five straight months in a row. Every month, more job layoffs, more job cut announcements, month after month after month. And then today we find out, guess what? The inventory of unsold new cars piling up. Never been this high. They said something, some ridiculous number. Hundreds of billions of dollars of unsold cars, SUVs, all that. You know, no one can afford them. And now the net worth of the country, and this is why, you know, here it was, most people think about this, where should most of the wealth be? 55 and older, right? Because you should have been spending your whole life saving up, allegedly in that 401k. And at 55, up until, what, 10 years ago? Well, about probably about 13 now. You're supposed to not be in the stock market anymore, right? You know that. And they set us all up, didn't they? Who? The bankers. Why are you still in it? Well, the answer is simple. Well, I can't put it in a CD. Can't make any money. I mean, a, 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 a 10-year treasury note only yields 2.6%. That's, that's, not, that's not enough. Right? Dad leaves you 20 bucks for pizza and a soda, but what if you want wings? 20 bucks ain't enough. Same thing. Net worth dropped. Uh, they said a decrease of $3.73 trillion lost in a single quarter. And I know that, oh, well, Wall Street's rallying now. That rally's about over. Right? That wasn't even a rally. That was a dead cat bounce. And I, and I don't want to be negative and critical. I'm just, I'm just telling you how it is. And I hope you're smart enough. I hope you're smart enough to do something about it. You better get your financial house in order. I, if recession is coming, I mean, right now, I'm just telling you, things are slowing way down. But if recession is coming, I don't even want to think about how bad it could get. Problem is, the deficits aren't going to stop. 
Look at corporate tax revenues. That's a great indicator. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 You know, we should be able to. I guess it can't, right? Can you, you can go after uh, CNBC and Fox and all that for lying or allowing people to come on your airwaves and lie. But again, they're just expressing their opinion. Doesn't have to actually be based upon any type of, of economic fact, right? Just make something up and, uh, and uh, hope people believe you. But this is the problem. We're down to hope now, right? We threw away sound economic policy a long time ago, right? All the things that the central bank used to tell us about interest rates, gone. All the things they used to tell us about investing, gone. All the things they used to tell us about debt levels, right? Oh, it's okay as long as the debt's less than 3% of GDP. Remember that? Now it's four, five, six. Ah, well, you know, forget it. Fine. And there's a reason we're not growing. And think about this. We're going to run the, the little number. We're going to run a trillion-dollar deficit. A trillion. And the real number, what, what one six, one seven? I don't know if you saw student loads now. Almost $1.6 trillion. I mean, I think by the end of 2020, that number could be, what, $2 trillion? And nobody pays those back. <laughs> it's not good. And, and I don't mean to even laugh about it, but it, it's laughable. Right? You know that you're being lied to. You know this isn't how it's going to work. 800-951-0592. Take the time. Make the call. And there's a reason why. Remember now, think about this. The whole drop in, in gold. What did I say every day? Yeah. There's not, no fives, no tens, no tenth ounce, no this, no that. Every single day. Because this is what the, the, where the money is heading and and today is just another one of the things, you know, forget about the jobs number. Forget about the 20,000. Think about what Challenger Gray and Christmas had to say, because that's real. Think about what the Treasury Department said today about corporation taxes. Down 50% in a single month over month, January over January, year over year, I guess it was. Down 50%. What does that mean? It means they're not making any money. Yeah, they got a tax cut. Right? That, but that, that was only 20%. Not 50. So is anybody surprised that job cuts are rising? How are we going to get this 3% job growth that Larry Kudlow said on TV today? Houses, nobody's buying. Cars. Cars, we just learned today, we got a big problem, apparently. Nobody's buying them. Inventory all over the place. Right? We, we've seen these things before. 
dry Baltic shipping indexes, right? Transportation indexes, sales of, of, of Peterbilt's. By the way, those are down 85% in case you want to know. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Have a great weekend. We will be back on Monday. Take care.